Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Ten, four minutes after the, of the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my son, Alan, who's been in this business for a very long time. He handles the performance side of our, our business. We, I handle the maintenance side. My wife and myself and my daughter, we handle the maintenance side. He handles the performance, um, the diesel, the quads, the Can-Ams, the tires and the wheels. and Performance, all that stuff. All that stuff. So we can hit both ways. If you want to give us a call, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you real quick about Auto Dynamics. Automotive Dynamics is on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue in the Sun City area. They've been around a long time. Chuck owned it and opened it in 1982. His son, Derek, now operates it. And Derek, like the second generation of most of us old guys, is a little better than Chuck is, and just like Alan's a little better than I am. So if you live in the Sun City area, and if you want to deal with the largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services, plus a family-owned and operated since 1982, go see Derek at Auto Dynamics, north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Mike, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Love your show. Thank you very much. Hey, I got my wife's uh, Jeep. It's an O2 Jeep Liberty, and she's been having problems with it starting. Sometimes it starts, sometimes it doesn't. After three or four clicks of the key, hey, all we hear is a big click. You know, I've you told me before, I've listened, you turn the headlights on, the lights are bright, everything's fine, the battery's been checked. But it's just very intermittent. Sometimes she has to wait five, ten minutes before it starts. So we need to get our 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 words right. Does it crank and not catch, or it doesn't crank? No crank at all, just a click. Okay. Sound. No cranking. Well, if I had to guess, I'd guess a starter solenoid package would probably fix this. I think you should spend the $50 or less to have somebody diagnose it. So okay. really and truly, we're going to go to the starter, and we're going to make sure that the trigger is coming from the key. So when you get the key, there should be a click. And in your case, if there's an audible click, that means the trigger from the key through the neutral safety switch is trying to activate the starter. Oh, do you know where the starter's at on this Liberty? Uh, Yeah. I've, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my son looked at it. Okay, you can follow the positive battery cable to the starter, but here's what I'm thinking. If your wife loves you, you make sure the parking brake is on and that she loves you and she's not mad at you, so you're going to crawl underneath the car with a hammer, and okay. she and you know it's coming, so she hits the key and it clicks. Now you tell her, hit the key to the start position and let it click and then count to 10. And you whack okay. that starter with the hammer. And if it starts and runs, Mark just saved you 50 bucks because you need to replace oh. the starter and the solenoid. If you hammer that thing, the brushes aren't touching the armature. So when you hammer it, the vibration lets the brushes touch, and the brushes are worn out. And that's the reason why they're short and blah, blah, blah. So that's oh. that's that's the key. That's what us old gray-haired guys know that nobody else I knows. Like that. <laughs> yeah, All I right? like that. I'll try that out. Yep. All right. Good, good one. Enough. Thanks, Mark. 
You betcha. Right? Thank you very much. All righty, Joe, you're up next. Hey, hi, Mark. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you very much. Good. Listen, I'm sitting in my garage at the workbench. I've, I haven't driven my 2000 Ford E150 van since Thursday. And I'm just sitting here, and I hear this noise, and I think, man, the neighbor's got a problem. Well, it's coming from my van, okay? Okay. And like, like I said, it hasn't run for a day and a half. So uh, anyway, so I went in, and I, you know, jocked the key back and forth, and nothing happened. I kind of tapped. It sounded like it was coming from above the doghouse by the radio, but it wasn't the radio. Okay. And uh, and so I turned the car on. I just I thought I was just going to leave it on for a second because I'm in the garage, and turned it off, and it, it, the noise stopped. Have you ever heard? I'm 74. I've never heard of such a thing in my life. Have you ever heard of something like that? Well, yeah, but I mean, you you should have left it alone. You should have crawled underneath the dash or you should have started touching things all over underneath the dash to give us some kind of a clue so okay um, now see that, that that explains probably if it's under the dash and see i don't get under dashes anymore i used to do that i, I just am too old and too arthritic but uh but anyway i just had a smart start a box put on underneath my dash i just had it done like Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. So I'll bet there's a connection. Could that possibly be something like that under there? What, what is the smart start? Oh, it's a deal that, okay, I had a remote start, and it's by Viper. It's called a smart start. But then they have another feature where you can start your car on your phone, and oh. and, and you can monitor whether it's running or not, and the temperature in the van, because I have a dog with me usually. Oh, and, gotcha. uh, All anyway. right, let us, let us talk about this out loud. There's no, there's not going to be any remote, any fob, anything that's going to do anything other than activate the ignition system, which is fuel and spark, and hit the starter. It's not going to turn on the blend door. It's not going to turn on the fan underneath the dash. It's not going to do any of that stuff. Where would that noise be coming from? It's either under the doghouse or above the doghouse, so it's either underneath the dash or underneath the doghouse. What else would happen when you go to uh, remotely start the car? I... I don't know the answer to that, but if he just had it installed Tuesday and this is the first time he's ever heard it, my gamble is it's going to be related to that. I, what it's doing, I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good question for them is, is what's different when I go to this new start device? What's different? Now, he's not going to hear the fuel pump because the fuel pump's in the trunk. Or no, in the, in I mean, maybe, maybe you got so close to it with your phone and it recognized something on your phone. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I can't explain that. We don't install those, so I don't know. So, but gotcha. the whole idea of, is that in order to start that vehicle, we have to light the ignition system, light the fuel pump, and then the starter's going to crank. Yeah. So if we have well, all three of those, but if he lights the fuel pump, he's not going to hear that. And if he lights well, Mark, the ignition, Mark, yeah, I don't, I didn't, I didn't try to give you the idea that okay. it started the fuel pump or even was in any kind of a start mode at all. It was just a vibration, sound like by the radio or the doghouse, which is just above the radio. Okay. Yeah, I know, but we're we're talking about. We're talking about what does it need to start the car. We're talking about those sim systems. So okay, it's gotcha. not we're not these are these are things that have to happen before the starter cranks. So we got to light the ignition, we got to light the fuel system, and then the starter is activated, and then it already has spark and fuel, and boom, it starts. So, but but I I really don't. If these guys are really good at what they do, they've heard this symptom before. 
And so it shouldn't be a problem. But I think in a nice way, you just say, you gave me something I didn't have before. Can I explain it to you? And maybe you look to see what's going on. That's how I would handle it. So, okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Joe. You're welcome. Uh, E-150 van. Yeah. We haven't heard that in a whole long time, have we? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but they're pretty good. Ken, I think Ken's next. Is Ken around? She is. All righty. How can I help you? Well, I've got a 2013 Prius V, and just recently I had the ABS, ABS pump uh, replaced because I was getting a clicking sound, and it was annoying me, and the diagnosis was the ABS pump. So it, it got fixed. But what's happened since is my idiot lights appear on my dash, everything to do with brake, brake, ABS, uh, etc. And I don't know what needs to be done to get those lights out of there. I've been told that when you replace an ABS, ABS pump, there are two components to it. One is a module, and I forget what the other one is. Uh, and they have to be from a matched, they have to be a matched pair or they're not going to be in sync, and it's it's never going to work. Who did this repair? Uh, oh, don't give his name. Don't. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying, did you do it, or did a shop do it? A shop did it. Well, yeah. I'd, this, be, I'd be... <laughs> this, this is, is a no-brainer for me. I'd turn right back around and take it there and say, hey, uh, all these brake lights are on. We need to get this handled. And, and, and there is a module. The module's the brain, and then the ABS... Uh, you're calling it a pump, but in reality, it's it cycles all the systems. So it's really it's really a control module. Uh, there's an electronic part, and then there's a mechanical part. And so now that you've got stuff you didn't have before, I think you'll agree that they gave you a problem. Now, this could be as simple as re-bleeding the system. Mm-hmm. This could be that simple. We got a little air in the system. We didn't get all the air out. Air rises to the top, and obviously sometimes you got to let the car sit for a day or so to get all the air out of it. Now, they have to also have a scanner to be able to control the module and make it open, make it closed. So it's more than likely that there's going to be some kind of sophisticated electronic device that's going to be necessary to completely bleed your brake system with the ABS controller. So this this is really that, just that, that makes that makes a lot of sense because what I what I was told uh, one of the problems could be that when the the pump call it what you want to call it but when that was replaced they never completely bleeded the, yeah brake light and so that could cause it but but i like what your solution is i have a problem now i didn't have before go yeah. fix it i paid you I, I paid your money go fix it okay but i just want to soften that yeah yeah just i was just gonna little, say yeah. be a little 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 <laughs> more nicer. just di- yeah. diplomatic it's kind of like i am a, you, i am a diplomat I okay am a diplomat. okay <laughs> all right and, then, and and i'm i'm just gonna go over for the rest of the people yeah this is what i want Mark, I really like your shop. I've been a customer of yours for a long time. It appears that you gave me something that I didn't have before. Let me explain it. And can I leave my car here? And by the way, if you're going to spend any of my money, I want you to call me first, okay? Thank you, Mark, and take off. Because you're letting him know I'm not participating in this repair. Number two, you're blowing a little smoke up his skirt on the front side yeah. saying, I really like your shop, <laughs> and he's going to work extra hard for you. And here's the deal. Everybody knows whose fault it is when it's fixed. He may, If he's a stud, he's going to call you up and he's going to say, Ken, we, we screwed up. 
We just flat screwed up. We got the wrong module. We didn't get all the air out. He's going to explain it to you. I'm really sorry. And if you're really a good customer, I would think that somebody in our operation would say, for the trouble we gave you, I'm going to put a free coupon for an oil change um, on the dashboard for you. And and that's kind of how it should work under the ideal conditions. So our suggestions sure. are is try to blow a little smoke up his skirt, and I think it'll benefit you. I know it does around here. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. uh, all right. Thanks, Ken. Thank you very much. The lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you want to call, the lines are wide open. Gil's going to answer your phone. Gil just recently got out of jail, and he he, he, he is um, he is starting to be... Reacclimate himself into to, the civilization. To the <laughs> you know, it's brighter outside than inside. And and he and yeah. he just said in our ears, it's brighter outside than it is inside. <laughs> We're teasing Gil, but that's because we can, and you're not allowed to. So don't think you're going to six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For thirty five years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, Kenneth Chimmerman, political writer and conservative activist, executive director of the Foundation for Democracy in Iran, will discuss why Iran remains the major threat to peace in the Middle East. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class. 
while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Twenty minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, Mark Salem and Alan Salem here at your service, and a couple of things I got to take care of real quick before we talk to Shannon. Thompson's Auto Repair has been around since nineteen seventy. Brian and Thelma both come from car repair backgrounds, and I would dare to guess, and I'm quite sure I'm right, that their families go back to the fifties and the sixties because I know for sure they were in the seventies. So both of those come from a background with their parents of true honesty and integrity because I knew both of their parents. So Thompson's is a great place. Brian and Thelma have been around a long time. They're on Stapley, just east of Main Street. They know what they're doing. They're going to give you a fair shake. They're going to raise their hand if they made a mistake, and they're going to raise their hand and say, I'm not the right guy for that. Shannon, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, Let me just say I'm a first-time caller, and I could not wait till Saturday came because I'm having a bit of a problem with my 2015 Dodge Journey. Okay. And I've had it in three different shops trying to diagnose the problem. I've had two different um, things replaced. Still did not fix the problem. And I picked it up Tuesday from the Dodge dealership, drove it for two days, and it started doing the same thing. And I'm saying my car is possessed because it only okay. happens when I drive it. Well, why don't we start with the, the real quick, give me the symptoms. What is it doing? What it starts out with is my radio will go blank, and then okay. it fades back on, like it's resetting. Okay. It'll go to whatever station it wants. Then my speedometer starts going left to right, left to right. Um, and then my digital odometer starts going up and down the digit. Okay. Then, um, you know, your seatbelt, um, the, the bell starts going off. And then my swervy blade brake light goes off. Okay, okay. The tachometer is. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now, is this a problem that's present every time you turn the key on, or is this an intermittent problem? Intermittent. Okay. That's why they can't find it. Right. That's exactly right. None of those that you've mentioned is going to put your life in jeopardy, whether the radio goes oh, wait, on or not. Did I tell you that it stopped on its own? Does it do that all the time? No, it only did it twice. Okay. Um, that, that, that's a problem. That, that could be a, a problem. Y- you know, with an intermittent problem, and especially with all the different corners of this square box, you've got radio issues, you've got speedometer issues, you've got, tack p- you've got seatbelt stuff. There's going to be a problem in, the, in a main circuit that feeds all of those things. The question is, is... You're in Phoenix, and there's 20 different highways that leave this valley. Which one do I take first? Now, it's unfortunate 
for me to say this, but the fact of the matter is, is you you've got limited choices. If this is going to be a bad connection, I'd be willing to bet a hundred dollars this is going to be a bad connection, or maybe we need to reflash somewhere where we've lost some memory. What, let me ask you real quick: what what has been replaced to this point? Okay, first they replaced a, a piece that was on the brake. They said that, um, or I excuse me, the battery. So okay. They said that we weren't getting a good, you know, charge. Connect ground, yeah. That was replaced. Then we just had um, the navigation and radio replaced. That was pricey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe that would fix it. Okay. Um, I drove it for two days, and then it Came started back. doing it again. Right. It's, definitely, yeah. it's definitely electrical system related. It is. It's going to be a bad ground. It's going to be a bad power yeah. supply. It's going to be a corroded fuse. It's going to be something that's Short, just silly, somewhere. silly, silly. Okay. First thing you got to do is call up who, who did the radio and the navigation, then it wasn't cheap, and you put them on notice. That did not fix your problem. And okay. they, it was not represented as a guess. If you would have told me that I was going to spend 800 to $1,500 on a guess, I wouldn't have let you. So I would really like you to talk to the technician, and if they have my old part, I'm happy to bring it back if you want your part back. And then you uh-huh. guys, at your expense, put mine in and take yours out. But you, nice. Uh-huh. I want you to do that nice. I'd be very nice. Okay. <laughs> then the second thing I want you to do is I want you to go see Bob at Harker's. He's going to kill me for this. <laughs> Go see Bob at Harker's. First of all, he's a diagnostician. The extraordinaire. I think he's better than I've ever been. That's how good he is. And wow. that's assuming that I'm, people think I'm pretty good up to, up to that point. If, he, if I'm a 9, he's a 12 on a 10 scale. Okay? He just... Okay. But, but I, I, I need you to go there. But you've got to clean up a mess behind you. You've got okay. some people out there that guessed with your money, and unless they said to you, Shannon, I'm going to replace your entertainment center. I don't know if that's going to work, and I can't return electrical stuff, but you need to okay that because even though it's a guess, it's a guess you're going to have to pay for. That's not the conversation you had. No, and it was, I won't mention the name, but it no. was at a dealership. Okay, so. you're not going to mention the name. So you no. need to talk to the dealership. Now you can say, you can have another look at this, but I want my old part put back in. You can have another look at this, but I'm not going to pay again for the labor. If you okay. want to look at it again to try to salvage your 1500 But this teaches you something that I want you to learn. Repeat after me, Mr. Salem. Mr. Salem. I understand that you've diagnosed my car. I understand that you've diagnosed <laughs> my car. However, I, I need you to answer a simple question. However, I need you to answer a simple question. Is this a guess or a fix? And Is if it- it's a guess, <laughs> whose money are we guessing with? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm writing it down. Okay. <laughs> whose money are we guessing with? That's exactly right. Now, I practice what I preach. Every I can give you hundreds of people who we have had this conversation with. And there's times we say, one out of 20 times, we say, this is a guess. No question. There's This is a guess. But I can tell you it ain't a $1,500 guess. Oh, <laughs> you took the words Sorry. right out of my mouth. <laughs> I promise you that. You took the words right out of my mouth. Now, uh, if it was that, why don't we just disconnect it? Why don't we pull the fuse on right. that circuit? Why don't we just disable that and see what kind of an effect it has on the whole system? Shannon, two things. Go back to wherever and... Let's clean up that $1,500 mess. Or whatever it was. She never told yeah. us the price, but what, we're just assuming. But okay. anyways, go ahead. And then two, then call Bob, and this is how you wave the red flag in front of him. You say, Bob, 
Um, my name is Shannon, and I've got this electrical problem that's causing all kinds of weird things. I, it's against my better judgment to do business with somebody that I've never met before. But there's some idiot on the radio that says you're really, really good. At, and, and so what I need to say to you is, is nobody else in the world can fix this. So do you want to try? That's waving the red cape in front of the bull. He'll bite oh, and you'll be home free. Okay. Oh, goodness. That's amazing. All right. um, and how do I get Mr. Bob's uh, phone number? Um, let me see if I can give it. Oh, here it is. Are you ready? Yes. 602-278-5558. And we're in the radio studio, and my wife has this huge map with everybody's <laughs> position on it. But the problem is, is I can't really see clear across the room, so I have to walk around the desk to grab it. But 602-278-5558. Uh, Ellen's going to answer the phone. That's Bob's wife. And you just say, um, and you can talk to her. Yeah, you can talk to her because she's been around a long time. So anyway, i I got to take a break. Well, uh, thank go you ahead. so much. And I will drive across the valley for the best mechanic and diagnostic Yep. In the valley. I'll go anywhere. And, so and then let so me much. know. Let me know because if it turns out bad, I want to know. And if it turns out okay. good, I want to know. Okay? I'll do that. Okay. okay. Thank you, Shannon. All righty. That's going to say T.O.T. Harkers, and he's going to call me and use bad language, but I don't care. <laughs> so 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. There's five of them, so you can grab one. You know what? We've never had really anybody say, is this a guess or a fix? But I think we say it before they do. Right, exactly. 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem. He's my son, and together we'll give you the best we can. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Emberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. Nielsen US XAOC 52 weeks dollar sales. Hot flashes, night sweats, low energy. I had all those menopause symptoms. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. As an athlete and winner of gold back in 1984, I've always cared about what I put in my body. That's why for menopause relief, I choose Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free and estrogen-free. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement in dollar sales. I like the fact that Amberin is clinically tested, safe, and effective. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. 
Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amber in today. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem. Folks, we have a best car repair shops list at MarkSalem.com. Uh, these guys are really the cream of the crop, the very best I can offer you. There's lots of times that there'll be a car in a geographical area, and I'll send them to that shop, and they'll pull a rabbit out of their hat. So it's really, really nice for me to be able to recommend them know that they're really good. Kurtz Auto, he's pulled rabbits out of his hat two or three, four, five times a year. He's proud to be an independent, family-owned, and operated auto repair facility. They're just recognized as one of this year's, last year's actually, Better Business Bureau Ethical awards winner and that says all you need to to know since they opened up their doors in 1987 he's been working on domestic and import both gas and diesel and he hates it when i said but if your lawnmower doesn't start take it to kurtz and he'll get it running so jeff and eric and kurt are all master technicians they run the shop together and it's a trio that has a hundred years of experience and those two young guys are as smart as they come so if you're anywhere near i-17 and bell Kurtz Auto, northeast corner. Let's go to the phones. Mary, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Um, I have an, another question for you or puzzle. Okay. I have a 98 Toyota pickup and has 253,000 miles on it. It's still going great. Uh, okay. The only problem is when I first started in the morning, if I just back it up or just really quick start it to move it and then shut it off i have to wait 10 15 minutes before i can start it again but if i keep it going 
I don't have any problems, and it's always the same, and that's the only time I ever have any problems is first thing in the morning when it's been sitting all night. Okay. All right. I have some questions to ask you. So you get in it. We're going to call it start number one and start number two. So you get in, and start number one, you hit the key. It goes, and then it goes, okay? So it cranks over, and it starts. Now, we're going to go to start number two. When you hit, when you go to start it the second time, does it go or not? No, it's dead. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh, good, 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 good. See how good we, Mary and I are. We're just joined (laughs) at the ears. And and she answered all the questions right. Yeah. It's not that we're surprised that women answer the questions. But see, guys. It makes it easier on us. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) The guys, those big, hairy-chested guys come in, and they start off with, I've been working on cars all my life. And then the question is, what the hell are you doing here? And they tell us everything imaginable. We'll have 17 minutes on the front counter. And, of course, I'm teasing the guys, but I'm trying to blow a little smoke up Mary's skirt. But, But at the same time, you and I just covered that in a minute and 31 seconds. So the Believe issue it or not, is, we see a lot of cars. I mean, we see forty or fifty a day. So I mean, most of this stuff I, we can we, we can cut you off halfway and tell you what you know. So, but not only that is is the more information you give us, the cheaper the diagnostic is. Yeah, right. We know we're after a starter. Right. We're after a neutral safety switch or a solenoid or a starter motor. Brake light that, switch. But, uh, why brake light switch? Well, I had one this. If it's not activating the uh, it, neutral, think, yeah, neutral. Oh, the, you're right about that. You're yeah, I fixed right uh, Jared's it. this week doing that. Okay. He called me and said he couldn't get it into gear. I said, the brake light's on. He said, no. I said, kick that little switch underneath the brake pedal, and he kicked it, and it got into gear. I know, but I, I said that would be 125. G- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Don't forget that. Um, the bottom line is, is you need to tell the shop exactly what you told me. When it starts, it starts perfectly. Start number one, it cranks over, boom, it starts, the engine runs. This, I park it, and I go back out, I hit the key, there's nothing. There's nothing. So I have to let it sit for a while, and then it starts right up. So I am right. quite sure you're going to need a starter and a solenoid. I think 80% of the time we're going to do a starter. She's got 253,000 miles on this. I wonder why that's the only time, though. Well, I, you know, the answer to that question will be after you fix it. Yeah. Okay? Now, if if you and I had that, I know I'd crawl underneath that after the second start, and I hit the starter with a hammer, and if it cranked over, then boom, we're done. Yeah, no question. I just wonder why that's the only time of the day that happens. I don't know. You but, know? but you're falling right. into the track, that's same the only- track. Is, That's is, the only time of the day that it happens, and okay. we've tried hitting it with the starter, and it doesn't help. Okay. Mm. The answer to that question is not what we want to take off at $125 an hour diagnostic fee. We don't care. That answer will come after we fix it. Yeah, right. We'll right. have the answer after we fix it. So it's not important. Why does it only do it the second time? That's a, a, ray, a red herring. That is a place that's a drive path we don't want to go on. We'll fix it first. Do you have a good garage? Uh, no. What part of town do you live in? Um, off of Fifteenth um, Avenue and Encanto, or Thomas. Okay. There's two shops in your area: Twenty Fifth Street Auto, Twenty Fifth and Indian School, and uh, Martin's Auto Repair, which is Indian School and Sixteenth Street. So along Indian School, there's one at Sixteenth Street and there's one at Twenty Fifth Street. Um, I can tell you unequivocally that either one of this them can diagnose this and. And give you an estimate, and if you allow them, they can fix it. I can guarantee that. On a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 3. 
maybe even a two. Assuming that the guy that's working on it's got a little bit of gray hair and his mustache or in his and head. And plan on leaving it overnight. Yeah, and, t- and that's absolutely right. you got to leave it overnight. So okay. uh, Martin's Auto Repair, 25th Street Auto, either one of those two guys um, can take care of it. I promise you. Can I ask you a question? If it's a starter, why does it only do it first thing in the morning? And, and and I don't want to answer that question because I can answer oh. it after I fix it. Now, uh, you oh. don't want me to do an autopsy on the starter. You're asking a question that's really interesting to you and Alan, but it's not interesting to me. I don't care. When I fix it and you say, well, why did it only do it on the second time? I'm going to say, I don't care. It's starting every oh. time I'm asking it now. So it's kind of like, why does my hip hurt? And then they put a new hip in. I don't know. How, that's a terrible analogy. But the idea is, is the que- it's not necessary to answer that question t- to fix the car. So I, okay. I, think, I think at the end of the day, we'll know the answer to that, but it's going to be long after the car's fixed. Anyway, thank you, Mary. Thank you, George. We're going to get you next, but i got to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Listen to America's 401k show every Saturday at 9 p.m. here on 960 The Patriot, presented by Estate Preservation Advisors. Scott Bird, founder and president of Estate Preservation Advisors, is a certified senior advisor and a graduate of Tufts University in economics. Scott has been an annuity and life specialist assisting retirees for over 15 years. Let Scott help you plan for your future. Call today, 480-385-2800-480-385-2800. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing... 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate? 
could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A station exposing the lack of transparency in the media today to hold the truth accountable. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Forty-four minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, we go till noon, and we're going to take your call six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Right after I talk about Blackwell Auto at Fortieth Street and Greenway, just north. Tom Blackwell is a scandal, scandalous man. Tom Blackwell is sharper than any pencil you've ever seen. He's also there, just like Mark Salem. Tom Blackwell has no filter between his ears and his mouth. <laughs> We are cut from the same cloth. We both know right from wrong, and we're not well. We're always willing to raise our hand when we see when we did something wrong. So, if you're up near 40th and Greenwell and you have any kind of automotive problem, I would suggest that you go see Tom Blackwell. He's a good guy. He's a friend of mine, as in all the shops are, and uh, and I think he'll take really good care of you. George, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hey guys, I uh, really appreciate listening to you guys on Saturday mornings when I am out driving, and you guys helped me in the past. Um, I actually spoke to Alan, called your shop, and he referred me to a company because I bought a, a Wrangler, uh, and I just wanted a shop I could go to. And um, so they gave me some, they did a diagnostics of, you know, how the systems are going uh-huh. and recommended repairs. And they said, hey, you got to have your, uh, one of your seal, your axle seals replaced. And I said, I said, okay, let's get that done. And then they discovered, they said that there's like a, um, bend in the housing, and then yeah. after they do the repair, they can't. Well, it could it could fail in a week. It could fail in a year, and sure enough, it's a Jeep, and I took it off road, and it's failed. And so it, it it's not like gushing, but it's dripping a little bit now. So right. my question is kind of general and maybe specific for this, but nothing wrong with my vehicle. How do you prioritize stuff that needs to get done that is not you know, life or death kind of thing. Or okay. is this a kind of let me, life or death? Okay, let me ask you a couple questions. Um, sure. What year is this Jeep? 06. Uh, Rubicon or non-Rubicon? Rubicon. Oh, it is. So it's got the 44 on the front? Yes. Oh, and you've got a, you've, and they say you got a bent axle tube on the 44? Yeah. Wow. And the thing is, it was after, I said, yeah, go ahead and fix the seal. I got a call like an hour later, and they said, ooh, we just discovered that there's a bend in the, and I'm looking at right here, right in the front differential. What is it? Uh, actual housing then, and would need to have front differential removed and straightened to properly seal the. Okay, the I have a question for Alan. How can we tell if the unless there's physical damage to the front diff housing? How do we know it's not a bent? They axle? bend all the time. They do. The housing. And that's bend the other up. thing. Yeah. The other thing is there's no no visible damage on. Yeah. It. Okay. Uh, housing that was repaired. All right. Those housings, um, we, as a matter of fact, when we use, when we do, when we build uh, off-road jeeps, we what's called sleeve them because they so they're so bad. It's a it's a quarter-inch sleeve that we slide in from each end and then weld them in, okay. just for this reason because they bend and they break all okay. the time. Throw the number out. Uh, I, again, I've never repaired one. T- 
typically when we do it, we'll uh, we'll replace it because it, by the time it usually gets to me, it's busted in half. Okay. Um, it, I mean, it could be easily be a couple grand if we can straighten it and put sleeves in it. Then you're half that much, you know, fifteen hundred, maybe two thousand bucks. But it, I've never repaired one, but I don't see why it couldn't be repaired. Okay, who could check it for straightness and straighten it back out and sleeve it? Who could? Well, uh, I, I think it'd have to be removed from the vehicle. Right. Okay. So at that point, we would just use, uh, you know, who uh, differential shop that, you know, we okay. recommend or something. I, I don't know. But, yeah, pull it out of the vehicle. But uh, how about if he found a used one that isn't bent and then turn around and sleep? Well, it? like he's, you, you can. The problem is, is he says he can't even notice that his is bent. How's he going to notice one in the junkyard's bent? Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, yes. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you something else. There's a lot of people that get rid of these 44s and go to 60s. You, you know that. I know that. Um, you can get brand new ones, you know, out of Jeeps all day long on Craigslist. That probably, you know, that probably be your best option. But those me, 44s, they break. Okay, and let, and let me go back though. He's got a weeper, a seep. Okay, so if you owned this Jeep and you had a weeper, a seep that was probably caused by a bent housing, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be concerned about that. I'd be concerned about all the broken ones I've seen. They okay. literally break in half. Okay, so you're not worried about the oil leak. You're no. worried about the the complete differential and breaking off on the on the pumpkin. Yeah, they break between the pumpkin and the uh, and the passenger side shock mount. Okay, L- literally break in half. Okay, and that's ugly. All right, so but if he's a, if he's going to be a cruiser on Central Avenue and he's not going to go out four wheeling in Four Peaks, then there's a better chance that he can milk this out for a while. Well, that, that's what the last kid told his dad too. <laughs> Yeah, he was, no, he was just driving. He said he hit a big pothole and it broke. And, okay. Wow, this is weird. This is three inches mud on the bottom of this thing. It must be some, <laughs> is that a water main break or something? I, I, I don't know. You mean your customer lied to you? No, they lied to their dad. Oh. The and- dad told me the, tr- the truth is he knew it. <laughs> anyway, those are your, those are your options. <laughs> okay, that's it. And yeah. If, and if uh, yeah, all right. I think you've covered it just well. All right, bent differential. Jesus, um, I I don't know if I can have you on this show very often. Ron, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. Um, hey, I got I have a 2000 Chevy Silverado that I'd like to pull behind my RV. Is that possible? Automatic or standard? Automatic, four wheel drive. Um, I think that there has to be something. Sometimes they can put a sleeve. Um, four-wheel drive, we're still... No. Can't you just put the transfer case in neutral? I don't know that. What? I don't What's know that? that. Do you have you? a way to put your transfer case in neutral on that vehicle? I believe so. It's, it's a push-button deal, but I yeah. think there is a neutral spot. I, I don't know what all the rules and stuff are right. with towing. And All right, I tell you what. His owner's manual is going to say that. Yeah. You can get under the towing section of your owner's manual, and it's going to tell you. Yeah. But he, what he's saying is, is if we put your transfer case in neutral, we're still going to have the front and the rear drive shaft spinning, yeah. but we're right. not going to spin anything else. So we're not going to actually be spinning anything in the transfer case. Maybe put the tranny in neutral, put the transfer case in neutral, and remove the front drive shaft? I, mean, I don't think we have to remove either one because when you put the transfer case in four-wheel drive, it's going to Well, here's the deal. In two-wheel drive, it's running just the back drive right. shaft. In four-wheel drive, it's running both drive shafts. Well, forget four-wheel drive. All we really need to deal with is, is disconnecting the transfer case from both drive shafts. Well, and I guess the question would be is, is that if, if the front tires... Oh, no. The front tires 
w- would spin, but they wouldn't be spinning the drive shaft. But the rears would. No, the front drive, the front end's going to drive that front drive shaft, but it's in neutral at the transfer case. I guess lubrication would be the only issue, right? Well, but, yeah, the, because both drive shafts are going to be spinning, right? But they're going to be bathed by the transfer case oil. Um, I know who Dan Jellin would know this because he tows his, his his Silverado all over hell and creation. Yeah. But I think it's going to be in your owner's manual. And if not, I want you to call um, uh, Automatic Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil at okay. Automatic Transmission Exchange. But I'm going to say that I'm pretty sure if you put the transmission in neutral, we and we have to have the key on, too, so we don't lock the steering wheel. Right. So the key has yep. to be in the on position. And in your case, I would put a knife connection at the negative cable so you don't have to run the battery down. You just put the shifter okay. in neutral. You put the transfer case in neutral. You hook up your tow bar. Give your wife a couple beers and take off. <laughs> Leave her in the truck. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. I got wow. to tell you the funniest story. Oh, I'm, and, and I know I'm going to get killed for this. We had we had a 38-foot motorhome, and we were in Miami, Oklahoma, and I was towing a little Suzuki Samurai. And yeah. we we were looking at those, what's the name of that those motorhomes there in Miami? Prevost? Uh, no, 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 no. It's the one that NASCAR guys always use. Yeah, uh, Newell. Newell. Newell, Newell. So we were just looking at them. So I had to back into this parking lot, so I tell my wife, get into the, the little Samurai and turn the steering wheel, and we're talking on walkie-talkie. So I back her in, and she's giving me hell. I don't know why she is. So I, don't I know just why. I just I'm drive. Sure I do. I just take off driving. So she's she's using bad words on the walkie-talkie, and she's telling me I'm gonna if you don't stop this thing right now, I'm gonna hammer the brakes. And I go, honey, that samurai ain't gonna stop this motorhome that weighs forty thousand pounds. All you're gonna do is lock up all four wheels and flatten them. So she's yelling. She is so mad at me because I'm doing about forty-five, fifty miles an hour heading towards the freeway, and she's. Her butt's in the little Suzuki Samurai. It took me quite a while to, to, to get her to calm down, but don't you try that at home. <laughs> anyway, all right, you call Ron about that, but more than anything else, if your owner's manual says that you can tow this and they call it four Ron, down. Phil. Phil, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. It, yeah, it, it's I, called I four down. Okay. And it's not in there. It talks about. Um, Two wheels up, either the front or the back. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, if that's the case, then you can still drive that thing around with just one drive shaft in it. Yeah. So if yeah. you took the front one off, then the question is, is can I tow it now in neutral, neutral? Park in new, yeah. park shifter in neutral and transfer case in neutral. But once you put it in four-wheel drive, you're going to have both front and rear drive shafts going to be driven by the transfer yeah. case. and So mm-hmm. Phil will be able to help you. All righty? Okay. All, All right. right. Thanks. You betcha. We've had more fun today, and and I don't. We need to talk about your wife. Is there anything we can talk about yours? Because there's no sense in me going home and getting being the only one in trouble. I don't get out of trouble. Oh, <laughs> so that's the difference. You're always in trouble. Yes, there is no other. There's trouble, and then there's more trouble. Okay, all right. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there because I'm afraid of your wife as well. So um, it's just it's just one of those things. I guess it's just kind of a Salem boy trait. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, and 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 I think I think most people that know both of us know that um, that the roads have a curb on the right and on the left, and most people stay right in the middle. 
You know what I mean? They yeah. go through life just in the middle of the roadway. Yeah. Um, I, I have been accused by your mother of bouncing off the curbs every mile. You know, right. Just seeing the extreme on the right and the extreme on the left and what the heck. I don't care. Anyway, you, my email address is mark at marksalem.com. If you include a phone number, I'll call you. I'd rather call you than type my butt off for an hour. <laughs> hunt and peck. Uh, hunt and peck, you know, especially if I've got a broken <laughs> finger. You know, see this finger right here? I cut the heck out of it, and that's hard for me to hunt and peck when I got my index finger in my right hand. It's got yeah. a big owie on it. Yeah. So anyway, if you, but I'm going to call you from a blocked phone for obvious reasons. So I'll usually use my cell phone. I'll just dial star six seven. But when you answer the phone, I'm going to say, this is Mark Salem. Did you send me an email about your Silverado? So you'll know right then that I'm not a marketer. But if you don't answer, I'll tell you, I'll call you back in a little while or whatever. So mark at marksalem.com. I'll help you with your stuff. I'll help guide you and stuff like that. But I want you to, to think about this. Always ask for your old parts back, not because you want them or that you need them. But if you pay for an entertainment center of $1,500 and it doesn't fix your problem, you have the old part in the new box. You can go back and say, Put the old part back in. But there was probably a core on that one, to be honest with you. But that's yes, okay. I, yeah, I get your point. Somebody's going to have to deal with the core, and it ain't going to be the customer. Right. So the idea is, is ask for your old parts back. We take, and we put your old parts back in the car in the original boxes, whether you like it or not. We're giving you your old parts home. There's two reasons. Number one, you get to look at them, and 99% of the time, you can see the defect in them. Number two, it re- reduces my trash bill by 50%. Those are the two reasons we give everybody. Now, we're not going to give you a greasy, dirty, oil leaking part. We're not going to give you your oil filter back. But we're going to give you what we call hard parts. You always pay with a credit card. So if the shop gets a little nippy, you can stop payment on the credit card and let them get involved. Master Charge, Visa, Discovery, they can get involved. And they'll determine whether or not you should be be paying this bill or not. So there's a dispute resolution process that typically happens. So, and if you're going to have a ticket that's beyond your threshold or your comfort zone, then go get a second opinion. Give them the same symptoms and don't tell them what the first shop said. You just go in there and it's a brand new tablet. Hi, my name's Mark Salem. I've got this particular problem and I'd like to know what your diagnostic charge is. And typically, most of us are going to bid it somewhere between $50 and $150, somewhere in there. And you say, okay, you're going to call me if it exceeds $150, right? Yes, we are. Okay, they can't give you an estimate because they don't know what it is. So you say, fine, I'm going to give you the authorization up to 150 but I want you to be fair to me. So if it turns out to be a $65 Diag, then uh, hopefully you'll do that. So they call you up, and then you say, is this a guess or a fix? That's a fair question. Are you guessing or are you fixing? Because if you're guessing, I need to know whose money we're guessing with, yours or mine. Because I don't want to guess with my money. But if you want to guess with your money, then knock yourself out. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Wear your seatbelt. Wave if somebody does something nice for you. God bless you, and I'll see you next Saturday.